WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. I'm Janae Pierre. It's happening again. New York is redrawing its congressional districts, thanks to a lawsuit by state Democrats. But as WNYC's John Campbell reports, Republicans see a path to keeping the current lines in place for next year's elections. If Democrats draw new lines that benefit their party, Republicans like former Congressman John Faso say they'll sue. That could let the GOP argue the 2024 election should be held with the current boundaries in place. If Democrats insist on doing that, then inevitably this will wind up back in court and we'll wind up running the 24 elections on the current lines. Republicans flipped four House seats in New York in last year's midterms. With the GOP currently holding a slim House majority, both parties view the state as key to controlling Congress. The state redistricting panel has until the end of February to draw new lines. The teachers' union is suing to stop the Adams administration from slashing the education department's budget. United Federation of Teachers President Michael Mulgrew says the cuts violate state law and will hurt students. We are already seeing more overcrowded classrooms. We are seeing supply shortages. We are seeing children with special needs not getting their mandated services. Mayor Eric Adams plans to cut more than $500 million from the education department now, with more to come next year. Adams says it's because of a budget crunch due to migrant costs and the loss of federal aid. But Mulgrew says the city is not in the financial crisis the mayor claims. Stay close. After the break, we'll hear just how much the NYPD paid in overtime this year in the subways. Spoiler alert, a lot. On this week's On the Media, does the rise of X signal the fall of traditional right-wing outlets? You don't have to have this website and a link that people have to click on. You can just say stuff and you can get attention. You know, you don't need to be Breitbart to do that anymore. Also, what does decolonization really mean? On this week's On the Media from WNYC. Find On the Media wherever you get your podcasts. Last year, the NYPD spent $4 million on police overtime in the subways. This year, after the department flooded the subways with officers, it spent $155 million. My colleague Michael Hill talked with WNYC's Bahar Ostadan, who's been looking into what this means for subway safety. So from $4 million to $155 million, that's a huge jump. What's the thinking there? So a lot of this was 
you know, part of Mayor Adams's campaign promise and something that he tackled actually his first week in office, pretty much. Um, he stood alongside the governor and said, you know, he wanted to reduce subway crime and he wanted to crack down on people sleeping in the stations, in the trains. And the way he was going to do that was by adding more police officers. So I caught up with um, NYPD Chief of Transit Mike Kemper, and he said he's deployed over a thousand more police officers into the subway station on average each day in the last year. And that's on top of the existing transit unit of the NYPD, which has at least 2,500 transit officers and runs the city about $250 million a year. Now, when we hear this, the big jump in overtime, it's going to immediately have us asking, what has been the impact on subway safety? So there's been a 2% drop in what the police call major crimes. The majority of that drop has been from fewer robberies, 48 fewer robberies to be exact. And they define a robbery as stealing someone's property with force, you know, or the threat of force or violence. There's also been seven fewer rapes this year versus last year reported, four fewer murders. And the exception, though, to this reduction is there have been 26 more reported assaults this year. And again, the MTA and the NYPD track reports of crimes. That doesn't necessarily mean that an arrest took place or a conviction took place. You reported a huge jump in fare evasion tickets and arrests. What's that about? So the police chief of transit, Mike Kemper, says from his perspective, it's about enacting this sort of, quote, law and order in the underground. Um, He says he's trying to, quote, correct the behavior. So, you know, the MTA says it's lost almost $300 million to fare jumping in the train specifically. Police have now upped their arrests for fare evasion in the last year by 250%. They've issued tens of thousands more summonses or tickets for fare evasion. And that's followed sort of this familiar racial pattern, right? So 92% of people arrested for fare evasion are not white. 82% of people ticketed for fare evasion are not white. And that pattern has stayed consistent for the last six years since 2017, pretty much to the T. That's when the NYPD first started reporting this sort of data publicly. Bahar, I'm wondering, what have you heard from people, from folks who ride the subways? So we visited the Ralph Avenue station in Ocean Hill, Brooklyn last month, where there was actually a shooting in the subway station during rush hour. Um, We Mm. caught up with Shaquem Coleman. Uh, Here's a clip from him. They stand here waiting for people to jump the turnstile. Then real stuff is happening on the train. Somebody got shot, right? (laughs) And you get people, you know, who might not have the fear today. I'm not condoning whatever behavior. I'm just saying. So there are obviously varying perspectives on how people felt about police in the subways. But I think there's sort of this interesting question, right, of how what people's perception of safety is and how they feel may not always match with the hard data that we're seeing on crime. So it's something that we'll have to sort of keep surveying as we go on. That's WNYC's Bahar Ostadan talking with my colleague Michael Hill. Before we go, a quick heads up. Next week, our team is taking some time off. We'll be dropping one episode a day instead of the usual three. But we'll be looking back at the top stories of 2024, the ones that really stuck with us and with you. So keep your ears on this podcast feed throughout the holidays. Thanks for listening to NYC Now from WNYC. Catch us every weekday, three times a day. I'm Janae Pierre. We'll be back tomorrow.